So welcome to Behind the Grind. Guys, there's a lot that goes on behind the business and it's all about relationships that you create in the industry that makes the business happen. And a great relationship I have is with MLA and more importantly, not, not more importantly than MLA, MLA is of course, we love MLA, they're the ones that make things go around. But Sam, you represent MLA. Your job is to be the corporate chef, and I'm going to get you to explain a little bit more about what you do with MLA. Yeah, thanks for having us here today, Rami, first of all. Uh, so I've been with uh, MLA for six years now, and uh, my role is the food service business development manager and corporate chef for the business. So my role is to work with great companies uh, across the whole of Horica, which is the food service industry, to make sure that we grow demand and uh, with Australian red meat on menu, whether it be beef, lamb, um, you know, across anything from QSRs to FSRs like Roche's to aged care to big catering companies, you name it, we're there just trying to help people have success with Australian red meat on menu. Matt, I love the energy that you bring to MLA and to the meat, and I think that's why people in the industry love you, you know? Of course, it's all about relationships and we love building yeah. that relationship and we have a great one with you, Sam. Yeah. Every time we have a question, anything to do with meat, you're straight away on the phone, you come in, you give us a go, you make, you give us your time, you give us everything that's in there. Mate, we can't ask more of you. That's the God honest truth. You are one of them. Thank you, Rami. First time we met, do you remember Sam? Yeah, I think it was, I think it was a, it might've been a trade, it might've been a trade show. I think Fine Food Melbourne or, or, yeah. or it probably was even here in this office, right yeah. here yeah. in the Rache's HQ. Go to the Middle East. If I travel the Middle East, I'm traveling Asia. I love it, especially Asia. I do a lot of work in China and you open the menu and you see, Australian steak, and it's got, you know, $80. Yeah. You know what I mean? Premium, like, it's a premium product, right? Man, how much do we export to the world? How popular are we around the world? How popular is Australian beef? No, so, so uh, uh, predominantly 70% of the product is, is exported, and uh, the other 30 remains in Australia, which is the biggest standalone market. So domestic's still the biggest standalone market, yep. but 70% of the product goes all around the world. Yeah, so. How many countries do you reckon we go to? If, I know you're uh, going to guess. Yeah, no, M no, MLA do marketing with over 100 markets across the world. Wow. Yeah, that's, wow. that's where Aussie beef and lamb and, and, and goat as well go. Yeah. That's, where, so. that's where we should be so proud. I mean, you know, like we can produce beef of the highest quality and the support of MLA, I guess, and... And other countries, we're able to export and grow our economy, correct? That don't be yeah, we've got, we've got offices in the Middle East, in Dubai. We've got offices in China. We've got office in Singapore, office uh, in London, uh, office in Washington. Um, you, you name it, we're, we're in those markets. And there's Aussies down there with great passionate teams making sure that we're, we're, we're helping uh, restaurants and businesses over there like we do here with yourself in the domestic market, yeah. have success with the product and, and grow demand in those markets. Because at the end of the day, um, um, last count, I think there was 23 million head of cattle and 22 million Aussies, yeah. right? So there's, <laughs> there's more beef than what there is but there of you, you and I sitting here. Yeah. So obviously it's too much for all of us to eat uh, an animal each, you know? So we've got to make sure that those... That, that, that there's a market for that product all around the world and, yeah. and, and you know, we're, we're bringing a, a good return to, to producer farm gates. 100%, but what a great marketing too. What a great story to tell people all around the world, 
check out Australia. It's promoting us. It's promoting our country. And as a result, hospitality um, gains. As a result, our hotels get full. Our 100%. results, our restaurant get full. So what the meat industry does, and it goes back to that farmer. That's what I want to take it back to. It goes back to that farmer, that hardworking farmer. The going the through. The Mate, custodians of the land, I like to call them. Absolutely. Look what yep. they're doing for our country. Yeah. You know, yeah, and we well, don't understand. We don't think well, about it's it. it's the whole supply chain, right? Look what you guys do for our country. You know, you know, in employing people and making sure that our products front and center on menu, yep. right? You know, it, it flows through the whole supply chain. Do not ignore how much food service in Australia looks after the Australian uh, economy. You know, not just red meat for products, right? Yep. You know what I mean? And I guess, I guess, um, you, you know, it's 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 very important that uh, when you go to a restaurant or when you go to a cafe or when you go to you, you know, uh, the footy and you buy a steak sandwich or the sausage at the front of Bunnings, you think about the effort that's gone in that product from the people behind to give you the experience and think about what's gone into that product rather than, you know, when, you, when you're eating it. Don't just yeah. think it just magically comes on the plate. Think about the love that goes into the product to the end consumer, you know what I mean? Because uh, guys like yourself thinking about graded option, Certainly, you could put any product on the yeah. on the market, but you want to make sure that your customers come back. Best form of marketing, service, and a good product. Absolutely. You tick Absolutely. those two boxes and you win all the way. And we're so privileged as Aussies to have this beef that we have. It is yum. I feel like steak right now. Thank mate. you, mate. Yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> Sam, you know what? I'm, I'm guessing our biggest market is China. I'm guessing that, but I know the Middle East is a big market. Can you confirm or deny which market is the biggest? So I guess I guess China was our biggest market last year prior to COVID yeah. in 2019. The, the United States of America is one of our biggest markets, believe it or not, because they use a, a lot of trim meat uh, in uh, grass-fed trim meat in burgers and and uh, and and um, you, you know what I mean and uh, and fast food options as well as QSR options. But then there's a lot of premium product that goes to Japan and Korea as well, you know, and the Middle East with sheep meat and uh, goat, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, yeah, and yeah. high quality steaks like your tenderloins and your, and, 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 uh, your, your cube rolls and, your, you know, that high quality Australian product yep. goes all around the world and is actually marketed under our true Aussie brand. So when you go to a cabinet, you, you know that you're buying product if you look for the big true Aussie sticker on it. You know what I mean? So there's something for you when you're, you're overseas on your next trip. There you go. Yeah. Look, I just get it. I just, I just got it too. Not that I put, you know, obviously the Middle East will buy the high quality meat. Oh, well, no, there's, there's a variety of all. There's a lot of live export that goes there as well. Yeah. So I, I, guess, I guess if you look at Asia too, there's a lot of secondary cuts in hot pots and all that. So it's all across the, there's a whole, it's not just about the big, uh, the tenderloins and the high quality cuts. It's whole nose to tail degustation across all those markets. And that's the wonderful thing about our product. It's so versatile and it can be used in a number of culinary applications. Can you tell me now, you know, we have, you know, McDonald's who talk about Angus beef, we have Wagyu beef, we have different sort of what tell me what how do you class how do you class an animal and how does it work and Yeah, so there's different breeds. Just like you, if you look at a different breeds of animals. So Angus is traditionally a, a Scottish breed, right? And Wagyu, the, the first genetics of Wagyu came to Australia in 1990. So it's only relatively young Wagyu in Australia. 1990, you know, for old folks like you and I, how old were we? 15, 14 back yeah, then? Yeah. You know, and, um, and uh, now, now you've seen it take off, you know, all around Australia, you know, and I guess that's between some of the marketing that's been done by the FSRs, QSRs and, and, 
and fine and fine dining restaurant you know focusing on breeds but there's there's limousin there's hereford there's so many other different types of uh cattle out there as well so really uh different breeds if you like you know what i mean and uh but you know rest assured the the, the systems that australia have and you know that that put into farming great cattle great sheep meat great great goat is 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 is, is what gives the end love on the plate you know you know I guess it's our responsibility in food service, Rami, to make sure that we give red meat the love on the plate. Because the farmer's done the hard work, it's our job to pay the respect. Absolutely. Rather than just, you know, you know an animal's died to give us that meal. Let's make sure when we get it, we give it the love it respects so the consumer All right, gets the best result. Speaking of consumer, speaking of plate, give me your favourite steak. Oh god, <laughs> it's pretty hard when you when you when you look. You gotta have a my go to my go to steak. I love it. I love a good. Uh, they call it rib fillet or scotch fillet. Yeah. Because I like that spinalis that's on top of the fillet on the cap and it just melts through and it's beautiful. I do love a, a beautiful rump cap steak. I love flat iron. I, yeah, I love my scotch fillet. You know, for my everyday pub steak or, or family casual dining steak in a rachet talk restaurant. about sitting on the fence i said what's your favorite steak not steaks yeah, i didn't say right. mention the whole cattle well mate mate you know it's, <laughs> give I'm me pretty one fortunate. give me one give me I one like, i like my i like my i like my cube roll cube roll it is there you go guys Scotch you heard it first yeah, yeah does it have to be wagyu honestly no it doesn't no it doesn't and and, and that's the thing you guys understand mm. in my wagyu's acquired taste but there's also some great hereford there's some great um uh, boss tourists and boss indicates cattle drought master cattle there's some there's some fantastic angus mm-hmm. you know what i mean i guess what i'm saying is if you want to make sure that you have success with it just msa graded all the all the way you, you, you know what i yeah. mean which is what you guys abide to meat standards australia it's a proven eating quality system to assure that you get a good product on plate time and time again and 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 let's let's not kid ourselves Red meat is not cheap. There's a premium to it, right? So you need to be able to cook the right cut for cook method to enable not to stuff it up because it's too expensive to throw it in the bin, right? So you need to be able... That's our job too, to educate the chef, to educate the consumer, to make sure that every time they cook a piece of Australian beef or lamb or veal or goat, They'll have success if it, so they can come back and buy it again. Can I understand something from you, Sam? I'm not quite understanding the difference between MLA and MSA. Yeah, like, yeah. Does MLA report to MSA? No, or is no, it a no. Different, um, is it meat standards. No, good, good question. Because, yeah. because often, no, I like that question because yeah. often people get get confused with the acronyms. Yeah. So MLA, Meat and Livestock Australia, are the service provider for Australian beef, veal, lamb, and goat. So we're the marketing and research and development company for Australian beef, lamb, veal, and goat producers. Mm-hmm. MSA is an eating quality system, right? eating quality program, I should say, that was designed by or worked on with MLA have developed it hand-in-hand with producers and processors to in order for the consumer or food service outlet to get a good quality product time and time again on the plate. And Sam, who administrates the MSA? Like who makes sure that it's been a... You know, it's been yeah, governed. Yeah, yeah. So we have a, a, a licensing tool uh, in MSA. You know, you know, uh, outlets have to be licensed, mm-hmm. and there's audit checks on on the program to make sure that you know 
um, that people are doing the right thing. Is that done by MLA or is that yes, done by... Yes, oh, yeah, okay, MLA right. and Ozmeet. Ozmeet, MLA, you know, you know uh, there's, a, there's several bodies out there that conduct okay. audit, audit, audits. Yeah. Okay, and that is to make sure that... And what that is, I'll, I'll explain it in sort of a layman terms for the people. So what that is, is the meat is actually graded. There's different quality meat. And don't ask me how to grade because I'm not the expert. Maybe we could ask them in a second. But the idea is you get it when we buy meat in for our restaurant. That's why we decide to cut it ourselves. When the box comes in, it has a label on it and it's got an MSA grading. So when you're buying a piece of meat direct from, and not to talk ill of butchers or if we're buying, if you're not buying it in its, correct, in its full form, you don't know what grade it is. And that's why we choose as Roche's, we choose to make sure that we buy the box in while it's sealed, while it's before and it's been checked by MSA Australia to make sure that we are getting the quality that we want. I hope that's not speaking out of school, Sam. Well, I guess you're partly right, but you can also get um, meat that's been cryvac that's got the insert in. So if you, if you can't afford to buy the whole box as, yeah. as, or have the supply chain that you, you can also buy cryvac meat that has got the, the label inside and uh, so you can be assured that you're getting a, okay. a quality program. So you don't have to necessarily necessarily by the whole box you can get cryvac meat and as as well that's wet, great wet to know. that's yeah. great to know yeah that's so no 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 it's, we always learn don't we is there a massive misconception about aussie beef is there something in the market that's no that's a complete no freak? no no I've never heard anything. australians australians are 100 percent behind our, our our product you know and it's something that we should be very proud of as a country we live in a little island right down the end of the world that's secluded. We've got fantastic biosecurity. We've got beautiful green pastures. We've got wonderful produ uh, production systems. We've got, we've got wonderful people like yourself that take care of the product on the other end. We should be proud of that and we should be spruiking that more than ever and thumping our chests, right? We've got, a, we've got an industry that's working hard, uh, you know, to, for carbon neutrality and sustainable product as well, right? You know, that's, that's, it's an ambitious goal that we've set to an industry, you know. So, um, please, I, 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 you, know, you know, maybe, maybe I won't say what you want. I'm passionate about the product because I believe it and I'm talking to the people and I read about it and I research it and I work with guys like you on the front line yeah. every day, to, you know. And, and uh, you know, the, the way I see it is support Australians because if we don't support ourselves, who's going to support us? Hundred percent, you know. Hundred percent, mate. I Look after Australians, you know. I love the passion, man. And honestly, and this is this is what you feel. This is the, uh, this is what I was <laughs> saying about you too, Sam. Like, oh, yes, we have great meat, but the way you represent the industry, and I swear Thank to God, you, I'm saying this. Every single chef you speak to in the industry will say the same thing about you, Sam. Well, well, I guess, I guess, uh, you know. Thank you for those those words, and, and and I don't, you know, you know, I really mean it. When when you're passionate about something, it's easy. You never have to work a day in your life. I think you said. I think you said the same thing. Sorry, I, I walked You're away right, from the yeah. mic there. That's right. I think they say, and, and I follow you on on Instagram all the time. I really enjoy, you know. But you know, thanks for the you know, <laughs> If you if if you enjoy what you're doing, you never have to work a day in your life. Hundred percent. If you work hard and you're enjoying and you got the passion to succeed and help people and give people a good experience and show them what comes from the heart. You never work a day in the life. Matt, and that is the best example of that. You're not going to be an example. You inspire, you inspire me, Sam. No, that's, that's fantastic. What's, what's the future look like for Australian beef? So, mate, we're always looking at what else, we, what else can we do, right? So it might be bone broths 
for example, using bones to make broths to help help people with fitness and, and agility. It might be collagen chips, you know what I mean, uh, to health chips made out of, out of collagen in red meat. Wow. It might be, uh, you look, look at beef jerky, for example, yeah. right? Look where that's come from, you know what I mean? No one knew what that was 10, 10 years ago. Now, beef jerky is, is a high-protein snack. Mm-hmm. that people have all the time so we're always looking at meat chips you know if you had a nice meat if you, if you, you know you've seen potato chips could could there be meat chips mm-hmm. could there be protein from red meat that could help people uh with with iron deficiencies or you know zinc deficiencies in diets you know we're always looking at and our r d team are always looking at ways where red meat can go beyond beyond the the plate that we we know you know mm-hmm. and help people out to the next level you know so i guess that's we've got a whole team that that, that focuses just on that you know so yeah mate this has been an amazing podcast it's been very informative i think people are <laughs> going to love it i think people are going to get to see behind the scene the grind of what happens and the relationships that's needed to happen to be able to run a restaurant and what you guys need to do to keep the meat industry going no thank and you I'm, Rami. sorry i mentioned beef a lot but i know you represent beef lamb veal and goat veal yeah. and goat and and you were yeah. passionate all about all that, but my head is always on Australian beef because I know how much it's loved overseas and how much you guys support us and all the rest of it. Yeah, well, well, you know, all I'll, I'll finish by saying back the Aussie producer and back companies that back Australian producers. And we'll continue backing you and the farmers, mate. Thank you so much. Thanks Thank you very much, mate. Thank you very much, Rami. All the best, mate. Thank Thanks you. So